God bless you, woman of God. I tell you, I was just caught up in the in the worship. I was in it, in it. How many want God to fill us up? Huh? How many want and will make the decree that you want more of God and less of me? Mm, mm, mm. Oh, hallelujah. The atmosphere is right for worship and for total surrender unto the Lord. We thank and we praise God for everything that he is doing. We thank him, first of all, for who he is. We appreciate God because he is so wonderful. He's so magnificent. He's so awesome. He's so powerful. He's so faithful. He's so loving. He's so gracious. He's so compassionate and he's so patient with us. And so we thank and we praise God for who he is and for everything that he's done, for what he's doing right now and for what he's about to do. I pray that you've connected with God this morning, even before you connected with us. I give honor to God and I honor, amen, Apostle Willie Talbert. I honor our lead pastor, Pastor Steve Talbert. I honor our associate pastors. I honor Pastor Hector and Cassandra Foy, Pastor Vondell Scott, Lady India Scott, amen. I honor Melissa Talbert, who is the wife of Pastor Steve. I honor all of our associate ministers, Evangelist Clifton, uh, Minister Harley, Minister Gardner, Minister Larry Edwards, Minister Nicole Edwards. God has blessed us with such awesome gifts in the house. And we are so grateful and we appreciate it so much. I honor Prophetess Sonia Lewis, who's also one of our spiritual daughters and part and connected with Yes Lord Ministries. I honor every one of you that have connected with us, all of you. I honor all of the bishops, the apostles, the pastors, uh, the ministers, to all of you in your respective places, deacons, um, whoever you are, whoever God has called you to be, I honor you, child of God. Yeah, 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 there it is right there. Because that's who I am. I'm a servant of God. I'm a servant of God and I'm a child of God. Regardless to any title, I'm a child of God first, and I'm a servant of God. And so we thank and we praise God for everything that God is. Oh, hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I just thought about the goodness of Jesus. I thought about his faithfulness. I thought about oh, just everything that he is doing and how he's got us. Aren't you glad that God's got you? especially during times like this, the challenges um, that we have been confronted with and that we are confronted with. But you need to know God got you. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody need to throw up their hands, throw back their head right now and give God praise. Give him glory. Give him honor. Listen, change. Make sure the atmosphere where you're at is conducive to praise, to total surrender unto our God, the only true and living God. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. The only true and living God. Make sure where you're at, the atmosphere is just right and ready and conducive for miracles, for signs, for wonders. If you had a pain or an ache in your body, you ought to be being healed right now. In the name of Jesus. I speak it. I decree it. I decree it. 
declaring, I call it forth. I call for healing. I call for salvation. I call for deliverance, miraculous powers. Ha! Oh yeah, because that's the God that we serve. It's not. It's not tied into any man or any woman. It's all connected to Him. Oh hallelujah! To God be the glory. I don't care what the doctor said. I don't care what you've been dealing with down through the years. You may be on prescription meds right now, but you need to give God glory and thank him in advance for what he's doing in your body right now. Hallelujah. Oh, I didn't tell you to come off the prescription meds, but guess what? God can do that too. Oh, I know about it. I know about it. I know about it. Oh, hallelujah. Even at the age that my husband and I are at right now, every time we go to the doctor, they're amazed that we don't have one prescription med that we have to take. Oh, hallelujah. Now, you know that is God. Matter of fact, I don't even like taking Tylenol or aspirin if I don't have to. Come on here now. I have to convince myself about some vitamin supplements from time to time. <laughs> Oh, but God has been faithful. I decree every morning when I wake up, God, I thank you for another day I've never seen before. And I thank you for blessing me to walk in divine health in the name of Jesus Christ. In spite of what doctors have been trying to say. Then when I go back, they can't find it. Oh, ha, hey, to God be the glory. Oh, I'm getting ahead of myself. See that, that worship just took me somewhere. I connected with God in a place. See, I don't know what y'all think, but but when Pastor Will and Elder Shonda doing praise and worship, it's ministering. It's ministering. Ah, it's ministering. I, I, she ain't performing. I hope y'all don't think she performing. She don't be performing out there. She be ministering. She be on went somewhere. I be like, come on, come on, Elder Shonda, take us with you. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory to God in the highest hallelujah oh okay come on let me let me let me deliver the word let me deliver the message and share what God has given me to share with you oh hallelujah mm -mm -mm. just just let me steady myself <laughs> oh hallelujah yes lord yes lord yes lord somebody say yes lord Say yes, Lord. Say yes, Lord. Say yes. Mm. Oh, say yes, 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 Lord. Say yes, Lord. Say yes. Oh, God. Say yes, Lord. And when you hear the message that he's given me, you'll understand why he wants us to say yes. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I surrender to you, Lord. Yes, Lord. I give my all up to you, Lord. Yes, Lord. I give over my my mind, my views, my opinion unto you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Have your way, God. Have your way, God. Have your way. Have your way. God, those that are listening out there, God, have your way. Have your way, God, move, move in their homes, whatever room they're in, oh God. Move, move in the living room, move in the kitchen, move in the bedroom, God. Whatever room they're in, move, 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 God. Oh God, let your presence be evident 
in the place. Oh, God. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Y'all excuse me. I just had to give him glory. Hallelujah. I make no apologies. <laughs> I just want you to know that I had to do it. <laughs> oh, God, I thank you. Oh, hallelujah. See, I understand the assignment. Hallelujah. Oh, God, I thank you. Oh, yeah. I know you can feel his presence. <laughs> oh, God. Hallelujah. Get your Bibles right now. Get your Bibles. Let's go to 1 Timothy, the fourth chapter. 1 Timothy 4. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, miracles, miracles, miracles. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. 1 Timothy, the fourth chapter. We want to read verses 13 through 16. Then I want you to skip down. And I want you, hallelujah, to go to. Oh, God, I thank you right now. I want you to skip down and I want you to go to 1 Peter. Oh, hallelujah. 1 Peter. Oh, thank you, Jesus. 2 verses 1 through 3. 1 Peter 2 verses 1 through 3. And then 2 Peter 3, 2 Peter 3, 1 Timothy 4, 13 through 16. Hallelujah. Let me read the word because uh, after, after we get off, I can go lay on the floor before the Lord. Hallelujah. First Timothy 4, 13. Do you have the word? Oh, somebody drop in the chat. Say, I've got the word. I've got the word. And listen, if you're taking notes, if you're just taking notes and, and, and if I start moving kind of fast because there are times I get so excited about the word until I'm gone. You can always go back and listen to the replay so that you can pick up what you missed. Amen. But I need you to stay with me this morning. Hallelujah. I need you to stay with me today. Oh, God. First Timothy 4, 13. And it reads from the King James Version first. Till I come. Mm -hmm. Till I come, give attendance to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. Meditate upon these things, give thyself wholly to them, that thy profiting may appear to all. <laughs> Take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine, continue in them, for in doing this, thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. I, I want to read it from another, another translation. Uh, I, I looked at it in different translations, and I, I, I really want you to get this. I want you to get this. So listen to this. Here it is. In the Amplified Version, till I come, devote yourself to public and private reading, to exhortation, preaching and personal appears, and to teaching and instilling doctrine. Do not neglect the gift which is in you, that special inward endowment, 
which was directly imparted to you by the Holy Spirit, by prophetic utterance, when the elders laid their hands upon you at your ordination. Practice and cultivate and meditate upon these duties. Throw yourself wholly into them as your ministry so that your progress may be evident to everybody. Look well to yourself, to your own personality and to your teaching. Persevere in these things, hold to them. For by so doing, you will save both yourself and those that hear you. I want to talk to you from this subject. Let's grow. <laughs> Let's grow. That ought to be in all caps with exclamation points at the end of it. Let's grow. I want you to agree with me on several things. First of all, that God himself will be pleased, honored, and glorified as a result of the word. That shall come forth. That you, the people, will be encouraged, reminded, empowered, and edified. And that the devil will be disappointed and horrified. Can you lift your hands and say with me, Lord, as your servant has decreed, be it so in your name. Now, come on and let's bless the Lord and thank him in advance for everything that he is doing. Let's grow. Hallelujah. Now, I want to read also in your hearing those other verses of scripture. You, you see how excited I am. I don't want you to, to think I forgot that I gave you some other uh, uh, passages of scripture too. 1 Timothy 4, 13 through 16, we just read. But then 1 Peter 2, 1 through 3 says, Wherefore, oh, let me read it from the Amplified. So be done with every trace of wickedness, depravity, malignity. And all deceit and insincerity, pretense, hypocrisy, and grudges. This is 1 Peter 2, verses 1, 2, and 3. Envy, jealousy, and slander, and evil speaking of every kind. Like newborn babes, you should crave thirst for, earnestly desire the pure, unadulterated spiritual milk, that by it you may be nurtured and grow unto completed salvation since you have already tasted the goodness and kindness of the lord then second peter 3 and 18 second peter 3 and 18 from the amplified but growing grace undeserved favor spiritual strength and recognition and knowledge and understanding of our lord and savior jesus christ the messiah to him be glory, honor, majesty, and splendor, both now and to the day of eternity. Amen, so be it. And you know the, uh, the, the King James Version says, but grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Y'all know the scripture, y'all know the word, right? The first thing I, I wanna say to you, as I talk about let's grow, let me ask you a question. Are you satisfied with where you are? Oh, I need to lay the foundation here. Because I'm not. Listen, no matter how much I've grown over the years, no matter where God has taken me, even with the elevations and the promotions that God has given, even, even when other folk don't acknowledge or recognize you, come on, you got to get there. You know who God is and your relationship with God is first and foremost. And that's what the focus is on. We should never be satisfied with where we're at. I want to ask you another question. Do you understand the assignment? 
if you understand the assignment, then you must also understand that it will take you going through a process that will stretch you and grow you. You need to hear me beyond what you are comfortable with. I need to say that again. If you understand the assignment, because many of us don't, then you must also understand that it will take your going through a process that will stretch you and grow you beyond what you are comfortable with. Now, let me say this. I said that many of us don't understand it. And it's true because if we understood it, we would not have the unrealistic expectations that we have. How many of you have said, uh, uh, I, I'm not growing. Oh, I, I, I was there and I wasn't growing. Oh, I, yeah, I received and I wasn't growing. Can I say this to you? And this is my personal view because God had to deal with me with this. Regardless to who my pastor is, regardless to the great man or woman of God that I've sat under, that I've received from, the growth is up to me. I am responsible for my own spiritual growth. Why do you say that, apostle? Why do you say that? Because it's about what I receive and it's about what I do with what I receive. Oh, come on. Somebody say that's good. Drop that in the chat. That's good. Here's the thing. If I'm getting good, wholesome food or if I'm getting good, wholesome nourishment, then that good, wholesome nourishment will benefit me. Now, if all I'm doing is, is consuming fast food, if I'm all caught up in the flash and I'm following after everything that's flashy and charismatic, okay, fast food, are you hearing me? Then that's also my responsibility because I'm the one that made the decision that that's what I was going to go after, that that's what I was going to pursue. Is anybody hearing me? No matter where you're at, no matter what you ought to be able to reach beyond a man or a woman reach beyond a person and receive everything you need to receive from God why because God is real he's the one that called us he's the one that assigned us he's the one that gives us to give what we give to you now as much as I would love for everyone to love me and to love um, how I deliver the word and what I give. I also realize and understand I am a woman. I'm a human being. My total dependence is upon God. I rely upon him for everything. Oh, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not just exaggerating. I rely upon God for everything. And so you've heard me over the years say to you, as much as you love me, you may think I'm anointed and all that. There are many awesome men and women of God I admire. But give me, let me, let me make this perfectly straight. I don't want to be like none of them. <laughs> Can I help you? I want to be who God has called me to be. That's where you got to get. And so as much as I want you to receive what I'm giving you. I also want you to study for yourself. 
Come on, at Yes, Lord, they'll tell you. We give you the scriptures for a reason so that you can now go back and look at it for yourself. Now, be, listen, let me make this perfectly clear. We have got to get to the place, and God has been speaking this to me. Because the scripture, there's a verse of scripture that says there is no private interpretation of the word. You hear me? In other words, you read the scripture and you come out with this, this strange doctrine, but you're the only one. No, 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 no. We want to rightly divide the word. I'm talking about let's grow. We've got to have the right thing in us. We've got to be sound. Are you hearing me? Go to the word. What does the word? I don't care what anybody else says. What is the word saying? Now, I know there's some very well-known folk. They come out and they come out with some different things. You know what? At the end of the day, I say, God, what are you saying? And it's what God say. I don't care who they are. Are you hearing me? Yeah, y'all know there's some things. So, yeah, we are a, a full gospel Bible-believing church. And we're a tithing church and a giving church and a sowing church. Are you hearing me? There are some supernatural blessings and benefits directly connected with tithing, with giving, with sowing. I didn't mean to go that way. I just heard the Lord. I've experienced them personally myself. Do you think for one moment that I would cut off my blessing because somebody I admired said something? No. Okay, so let's 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 stay with where we're at now. Let's grow. So understand this. You've got to seek to understand the assignment. God will give you an understanding. Not only that, but if you're connected with a good house that teaches the word, it will help to bring, make clear what the assignment is. It will give you more clarity because it will, we will assist you. And understanding the word, hear me, hear me, for yourself. Now, in the natural, there are growing pains and sometimes stretch marks. Do you, do you know that? Do you know that growing pains are real? Growing pains are real in the natural. As a matter of fact, girls experience growing pains until about the age of 13, 14, 15. And boys experience growing pains until about the age of 16. Did you know that? Stretch marks is the stretching of the skin as a result of growth. And sometimes that growth <laughs> is a growth spurt where you're getting taller, you're stretching, and your skin is stretching. And sometimes it's when your skin is stretching because you're growing this way instead of that way. <laughs> but it's real. Well, so is it in the spiritual. Growing pains are real and the spiritual. There are many times you will go through growing pain. Spiritual growth is like learning to walk. You 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 start out and you fall. Then you 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 reach and you get up, you pull yourself up and you try again and you fall. How many how many parents out there? How many of you have seen your your little ones when they first start walking? And 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 you pull up again and, and you walk and you stumble and you wobble and you fall, but you get up again. <laughs> you get up again until you got it, until you can walk without falling. You can walk. And then you begin to run. 
because it progresses from walking to then you're able to run. And then when, after you get past that stage of running uh, spiritually, you should be able to fly, to soar like an eagle. Come on, I'm talking about growth and the process of growth. Proverbs 1 and 5 says this. The wise also will hear an increase in learning. This is from the Amplified Version. And the person of understanding will acquire skill and attain to sound knowledge or sound counsel so that he may be able to steer his course rightly. You hear this? And so a wise man will hear an increase in learning, a wise man. Now, the unwise won't hear it. The unwise will reject it and push it away. Therefore, their learning will not increase as it should. A man of understanding, which is a wise man, will attain unto wise counsel. Listen, we are not the end all be all of everything, no matter how anointed we are. We do not know it all. God does. And so there are times that you connect with wise counsel because you don't know it all. But always make sure the word balances you out. So what's spiritual growth? Spiritual growth begins when you learn uh, or when you lean more, rather, in and on God. That's what spiritual growth is. You, you lean more in and on God. I'm going to give you my definition. Your trust and your dependence is upon him. The way you think and see things begins to change. I'm telling you from experience. This is my definition that God gave me. You are not satisfied with remaining the same. Come on, y'all. I know you're not satisfied with just staying the same. Stagnation, stagnant is not growth. Your lens, L-E-N-S, your lens, in other words, your sight, your vision, is no longer the guide. It's how God sees things. That's your navigator in life and for your life. It matters. It matters that things are put in proper context. God is your primary support. Definition by MST. <laughs> That's the definition God gave me. Gave me. So spiritual growth begins when you lean more in and on God. Your trust and your dependence is upon him. Even the way you think changes. The way you see things changes. And I want you to understand this too. That spiritual growth and progression is gradual. Somebody say gradual. It's gradual. I can tell you about the three stages of development and, and growth. It's the purgative stage, the illuminative stage, and the unitive stage. Now, with the purgative stage, a person experiences his or her initial conversion and responds to the grace of God by moving away from a life of sin and pursuing a life of holiness. Come on, somebody say holiness is still right. I don't care where, what year it is, what time we're living in. Holiness is still right. And God still wants holiness. He demands it. He wants us to live holy. I know there's a whole lot of 
abuser-friendly stuff going on even in the body. But can I tell you, I'd rather be biblically correct. Uh-huh, y'all heard me say this a whole lot. I'd rather be biblically correct than politically correct or socially correct. I've never been moved by trends. Oh, yes, I pay attention to trends. I study trends. I do that because that's wisdom. But a trend does not control me. <laughs> so the illuminative stage, I told you about the purgative stage, involves a, a state of recollection. In other words, uh, the fundamental virtue of this state is that constant attention of the mind and of the affections of the heart to thoughts and sentiments which elevate you to God. In this stage, you begin to take on the mind and the heart of the Lord in relation to Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And then the unitive stage is one in which you experience union with God by love and the actual experience and exercise of that love. Your prayer life becomes more contemplative and, and holiness and virtue becomes more mature. In other words, you're growing in God, in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, you're growing. And so we continue on talking about let's grow spiritual or a spiritual life, your spiritual growth, your spiritual walk strengthens our outlook for a better future. We'll always encounter challenges in life. You do know that, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. But if we stay hopeful during these trying times, we will persevere. You hear me? I'm talking about more than just natural, hopeful. We are connected with the power source. We are connected with God. We are connected with Jehovah Jireh, the Lord who provides. Spiritual growth enhances our ability to deal with life's ups and downs. I want y'all to hear this. And it gives us the bounce back element from those difficult experiences. In other words, we can bounce back from it. We deal with different challenges and different ups and downs. But as we are growing and understand this, we, we, are, we are supposed to grow. Even the world has researched and studied on the fact that not only are we supposed to grow spiritually, but emotionally, we are supposed to grow. How many of us know people who are getting older, but their maturity level is not there? They're in their 40s and 50s, and they still act like they're in their teens, mentally and emotionally. I know some folk. You try to uh, 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 have an um, adult conversation, and it's not happening because their mind is not there. Spirits, listen, one of the keys to spiritual growth is that we get good at identifying where we're at. Where and what we are doing is different from God's ways. We get good at identifying where we're at and where and if we're we're not where God wants us to be. That's really what that means. And, and what do we do? Evidence of growth is when we, uh, uh, when we review that, when we evaluate ourselves, then if we're not where we should be, we repent and we get with God. We get along with God, humbly asking for forgiveness and we pray. 
We pray that God will bless us to, to grow in him. And we course correct. Anybody hearing me? We get back on track. Are you hearing me? Anybody ever been there where you had to get back on track? I've been there. I've been there. I've been there. I only got two hands. That's why I'm doing it like that, because I could raise, raise them more than once. I've been there where I had to course correct. I had to repent. I had to ask God for forgiveness and say a prayer for growth. Now, let me help you understand this. Understand something. Spiritual growth. There's some people that's like, oh, I, I, I don't want, what assignment? I don't want an assignment. Regardless to whether you want one or not, we all have an assignment. God spoke that to me this morning. God said, daughter, don't forget to let them know all of you have an assignment. Your assignment may be different than my assignment. As a matter of fact, you know what God spoke to me? God said, tell them that there are some that have easy assignments, but they complicate them. Could have been done, could have been accomplished, could be much further. But we delayed it. We delayed the growth. We delayed the progress. Come on here now. Then we're getting upset with somebody else. How many people know somebody always looking to blame something on somebody else? No. Accept responsibilities for yourself and your actions. And what you're doing or not doing that either is hindering or stunting your spiritual growth. Because I don't care where you're at. I don't care who you're around. You can grow. There are many times that I've been around toxic environments and individuals. And yet I was still able to grow. To the point to where they either got upset with me. <laughs> I love it. Didn't want to be bothered with me no more. Or somebody decided that they wanted what I had. Are you hearing me? And so don't worry about it. You know what? Sometimes it's good to be alone. Because you're never really alone. God is with you. But when it comes to people in the natural, sometimes it's good for God to get you by yourself so that you can hear his voice, hear him. Am I talking to anybody? Because you're too busy listening to somebody else's voice telling you, yeah, honey, you ought to go ahead and do Uh-uh. That interferes with your relationship with God. I want to talk to you about some keys to spiritual growth. The first key, key one, focus on your relationship with God. Focus on your relationship with God. You need to stay focused. I don't know how many have these phones, but there's a feature on one of the phones that says focus. And you can set that feature so that it mutes out anything that would distract you when you're doing something. I love it. <laughs> I mean, come on, we are in God. We want more of God, don't we? Key two, pray for growth. Yeah, that's why I pray for it. But understand, you got to go through a process because spiritual growth is a lifelong process. Can I tell you, because I only got a few more minutes, so I got I to gotta rush this. Everybody grows at different rates. 
Some grow faster, some grow slower, but the key is that you're growing and the steady growth. Key three, memorize and meditate on God's word. Key four, seek wisdom. James, the book of James, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God who does what? Give to all men, liberally and upbraid of not. Five, obey God's word. Six, commit to uh, um, your local church, the church that you're connected. Listen, we all need to be connected and planted in a local church. I know some folks, I'm not a member of anybody's church. Baby, go back to the word. Forsake not the assemblings of ourselves together with the saints. Go, go back to the word. There's a reason for that. Listen, whether you saved or not, there's always a sense uh, uh, where there's a, a need to have a sense of belonging and connecting. And see, the devil knows that. And so if you're not careful, you'll be connected with the wrong thing. You'll be drawn with the wrong thing. You'll be drawn with something that will literally kill you and kill you spiritually before it kills you. Key seven, serve others. Be a servant. Be a servant. Listen, Jesus was a perfect example. He demonstrated how to serve. Key eight, give generously. Be a generous giver. Listen, prompted by God, not manipulated by anyone, but hear God. I've already shared more than once my personal testimony about God speaking to me when it was time to, to sow, to give. He'll speak to you. He'll prompt you. Nobody has to really um, uh, tell you how much. A lot of times, not really. Now, people do do that just to help, to encourage, or if they're trying to meet a budget. But honestly, God will speak to you about giving. And yes, he will challenge you in your giving. Oh, how do I know? Key nine, be thankful. Be thankful unto the Lord. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for what? He is good. Key 10, trust in God's promises. Why does, why does growing spiritually take time? Why does it take time? It takes time because of the fact <clears throat> that spirituality has a different meaning to different people. Growing spiritually means different things to different people. But even from a, a, a psychological perspective, it's defined as a deep sense of belonging, of wholeness, of connectedness, and of openness to God for us as Christians, who is our infinite power and authority. Even when you're out in the business world, it talks about um, growing. Yes. So we as Christians, we ought to embrace this. This is biblical. And so growing spiritually takes time because it's a lifelong process and because we all grow at different paces and different rates. And also it takes time sometimes depending on what we're doing and how we're receiving what we're supposed to receive or how we're rejecting what we should be receiving. And so there are reasons why you need to grow and develop spiritually. Hopefulness is one of the reasons. Um, there's one thing that growing spiritually adds to life, and that's a sense of hope and optimism. Why? It's called faith. Faith and trust in God. It goes beyond the natural. 
It reaches beyond the break. Compassion and understanding is another reason. Um, sense of purpose and meaning, inspiration and appreciation, peace of mind. It helps us when we're growing spiritually. So, so spiritual growth includes increasing in your knowledge and understanding of God and his word, decreasing in your frequency and severity of sin. In other words, you no longer intentionally sin. You don't go out there to drop it like it's hot or go get something you know you ain't supposed to. Oh, do I need to go there? Y'all need to be good. When we get in person, I'm really going to get raw with you. Increasing in your patience and Christ-like qualities. And spiritual growth also includes increasing in your faith and trust in God. I, I, I want to share this as we get ready to, to close here. There's an illustration about spiritual growth. And, and they gave this illustration. They said God had Abraham to take a walk, Elijah to take a nap, Joshua took a lap, and Abraham, or rather Adam, took the rap. He gave Moses a 40-year timeout. He gave David a harp and a dance. And he gave Paul a pen and a scroll. He wrestled with Jacob, argued with Job, whispered to Elijah, warned Cain and comforted Hagar. He gave Aaron an altar, Miriam a song, Gideon a fleece, Peter a name, and Elisha a mantle. Jesus was stern with the rich young ruler, tender with the woman caught in adultery, patient with the disciples, blistering with the scribes, gentle with the children, and gracious with the thief on the cross. Here's the thing. God never grows two people the same way. God is a hand crafter not a mass producer. So spiritual maturity or spiritual growth is not like fast food. It takes time for its roots to grow. And that requires us to be receptive and patient. And so understand, Paul was talking to Timothy in 1 Timothy 4 and 13. And he let him know, he said, listen, until I get there, this is what you do. Stay in the word. Encourage the people. Don't neglect the gift. That's, allow God to use you the way he uses you. Let's grow. Reach for more. Oh, somebody need to hear me. Meditate on the things that you need to meditate on, the, the good things, and give yourself wholly to those spiritual wholesome things. And pay attention to the doctrine. Sound doctrine. Let it be backed up by the word. This is what 1 Timothy 4, 13 through 16 was telling Timothy. And then the interesting thing is that when you look at the other scriptures that I gave you, 1 Peter 2, 1 through 3 says, and verse 2 says, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow. We need the milk of the word of God as babes. And when we begin to grow then we began to eat meat, the meat of the word. Is anybody hearing me? And there will be a time when you'll be able to gnaw bone if you want. There's some people that like to bite on bone. You know what I'm saying? But it takes a certain level of growth and maturity to even get to the meat. I pray that you are receiving what I'm giving you because God has been speaking to me and he's been telling me that he is not pleased with those that are using excuses for not growing because there is no excuse because you are the one that makes the decision as to whether or not you're going to grow. It's you. 
It's all on you. It's all on me. Let me accept responsibility. Let me own up and accept responsibility for my actions. And you've got to do the same. Nobody can keep you from growing. God said this to me more than once. He said, nobody can keep you from growing, daughter, but you. He said, I've made it all available. I'm giving it to you. I've made everything accessible. Nobody can stop you but you. Oh, there's so much more I want to go into. Second Peter 3 and 18, but grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I pray that you have been blessed by the word of God. I pray that you will receive everything that I've given and I pray that you will come with me and grow with me. Let's grow together. Listen, if you're out there and you need to receive and accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, we're going to give you an opportunity right now. And if you're out there and you already have relationship with him, but you want to either re, um, rededicate yourself, recommit, or you need a church home. Yes, Lord, Ministries is a good church. You can grow in the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. You can grow, grow in the fear and the knowledge. And when I say fear, I'm talking about respect of God and his word. You can have those gifts that God has already put in you, cultivated. Talked about the laying on of hands during the Presbytery. I can remember my ordination like it was yesterday. I had a multicultural Presbytery. Native American was present, Pastor Big Pond, <laughs> as well as different other cultures that were there to witness and to lay hands. I was so blessed. My husband was there participating. Uh, my pastor, Dr. Willie C. Talbert Sr. was there to give his endorsement and to sign off and to participate in laying hands on me. I was blessed as well as other nationalities and other cultures. It wasn't an all black ordination. And I was blessed by that because God called me to people. He didn't call me to one race. God is so faithful. He is not a mass producer. He is a hand crafter. He is the potter and we are the clay. And so if you're here and you want to respond to either one of those appeals, let's get ready to pray right now. If you need to receive and accept Jesus Christ, pray this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I thank you for your word. Thank you, Lord, for everything that you've spoken. I receive your word. Now, God, your word also says that if I believe and if I confess with my mouth that you died for my sins, that you rose again, that I can receive and accept you into my life as my Lord and Savior, that I am saved. I repent of my sins and I ask you to forgive me and I receive you. Jesus, as my Lord and Savior. Save me, Jesus, right now. I thank you from this day forward that I will walk and live a saved and a holy life. Thank you, Lord. If you prayed that prayer, please connect with us at Yes Lord Ministries. We want to walk you through next steps. And if you need a church home, connect with us. We want to walk with you through the process and through next steps. We want to walk with you through the growth process. Let's grow together. Let's grow. God bless you. May heaven smile upon you. Stay blessed and refreshed in the Lord. Partner with YLM Financially using the following methods. 
Text giving. Text give to 1-844-948-3895. Givelify. Search for Yes Lord Ministries in Kenilworth, New Jersey. Our website. Visit www.ylmconnect.org and click donate. Cash app. Dollar sign Yes Lord M. Mail checks or money orders to Yes Lord Ministries. P.O. Box 425. Union, New Jersey, 07083. You're invited to our Sunday morning virtual worship experience at 8.30 a.m. Every Sunday night at 6.30 p.m., join us for our Sunday night Ignite service. Every Wednesday morning from 5.30 a.m. to 5.45 a.m., join us for corporate prayer. Our call-in number is 716-427-1096. And the access code is 172268-POUND. Every Wednesday evening at 7.30 p.m., join us for Spread the Bread Bible Study as we dive into the Word of God. Subscribe to our podcast, YLM Sermon of the Week, on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. On behalf of our senior leaders, Apostle Willie Talbert, Apostle Mamie S. Talbert, Lead Pastor Steve Talbert, and the Yes Lord Ministries Church family. Thank you for joining us and welcome home.